episode 31. Good evening, everybody. It's been a little bit, about a week and a half since I uploaded a new episode, so I'm excited to get behind the microphone. Um, had a little bit of, uh, say, family drama, but um, kiddo was sick, ended up having the house to myself this evening, and uh, turned off YouTube, which if you know me, <laughs> you know that I'm a bit of a YouTube addict. Um, so shut her down, I'm doing some thinking, and wanted to get an episode um want to get an episode recorded. So I, I figured what I would do, kind of what I would talk about today is a little bit about me and my journey and kind of where me and my family um, are at regarding finances. And I'm not going to talk exactly a dollar amounts. So I'm not going to give specific dollar amounts um, just because of privacy reasons. Um, but I am going to give you a little bit of a snapshot of where we are um, and, and what we're what we're doing. Um, with our finances. So maybe you can learn a little bit. Um, Maybe it's interesting to you to listen and hear some of that. Um, I don't know. I know I I follow some people and I always think it's interesting when they talk a little bit about themselves and and what they're doing in their in their life. So I figured I would do a quick episode of that as well. So um, we are at a place, so we own our home, um, but we're at a place in our lives where um, we have a long-term savings account I'm a high yield savings account, and I always tell you that I use Yada. Um, so I use Yada Savings. I think it's great. Um, they have a 0.2% baseline um, interest rate annually, which is better than your credit union or your local bank is going to be able to do. Usually they're at 0.01. So Yada's baseline guaranteed rate is 0.2. So that's that's a lot better. But they also kind of gamify the savings process. So like I always talk about, they do a weekly drawing. You can win some money. Um, this past week, I actually won, I want to say it was $11 in one week, which is the most I've ever, I've ever won, which is really exciting. But the prizes go all the way up to a Tesla or I think $10 million, um, which is legitimate. It's actually legitimate. If you want to do some research on that, it's out there. Um, but they're FDIC insured. And this model of savings is actually something that's pretty popular over in the UK. So it's not like it's something that's new. Um, <laughs> I was talking to a, uh, a few coworkers about it and they were giving me a hard time about, you know, cause it, it does sound kind of scammy. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, um, but it's absolutely legitimate. Um, my family, we absolutely use it for our long-term savings, um, emergency savings type of deal. Um, that's what we use. So that's what that's what we're doing there. Um, I was super super aggressive with that. We've toned that back just a little bit, kind of where we are in our financial journey in in terms of actually saving, and we've transitioned a lot more into the investing side of things. Now, what I'll say is, is early on in our marriage, uh, my wife and I focused a lot on. Well, early on in our marriage, we got into a lot of debt. Um, we didn't never had student loans. We were fortunate with that, but we made lots of financial mistakes on things that we put on credit, you know, um, I mean, it is everything, you know, vehicles, um, health, which, you know, healthcare, which you can't really sometimes, um, avoid that, um, furniture, I'm trying to think what else, tons of stuff, credit cards. So early on in our financial journey, when we started to become more financially fit and we started to pay more attention to that, that's what we tackled first. And I, I would recommend everybody out there do that, attack all of your high interest debt, um, because that is just going to be, a weight um, that's dragging you as you're trying to move forward um, and you're trying to do some cool things with your money. So um, absolutely get rid of all the high interest debt. Um, After that, we focused on emergency fund and saving. Um, And then after that, now we still focus on saving, but we're also focusing on investing. 
and also coming up with cool ideas about what we can do with our money, not only to enjoy it, which is super important, so we're starting to take more trips and we're starting to enjoy our money a little bit more, but also how we can invest into other things other than just you know your typical stock market or your 401ks or, or what have you. So whether that be starting a business or buying a business or starting side hustles, um, what have you, that's, that's kind of our next, my next thing that I'm, I'm kind of working out. I um, haven't really started anything other than millennial economics. Um, just talking about money has always been a passion of mine, um, and so that's really the reason why I started this. But there's also a financial aspect, too, to where when you build something that is valuable to others, um, a lot of times there can be dollars attached to that. Um, and so I'm hoping that millennial economics, whether it be from the website or from the podcast, um, can be an investment or can be an asset for me and my family. Um, so that's another reason why I do it. I want to make sure that I'm staying true to the reasons why I did start it because I love personal finance and I love helping other people. So I don't ever want millennial economics to become a scammy type of thing where I'm asking for money and and it's it becomes purely transactional. I want it to be more of a conversation and more of a, a place where people like to go to learn about finances um, in a no pressure, real talk kind of way. Um, but I do hope that it turns into an asset you know, down the road. So that's where we're at with that. Um, when it comes to investing, though, I'm a person that likes to keep things very, very simple, um, sometimes very automated. That's where I've started because I, I think that simple investing can be some of the most effective ways to invest. But there are different kind of more complicated things that I'm looking at in the future that I will probably delve into and, and try to try to capitalize on. Um, but some of the simple investing that I can do, so some of the earliest investing I've ever done in my life is with my the 401k that I get through the, my employer. They offer a company match. I contribute up to that company match. Um, and I have done that for a long time. It's free money. It's money that's in a market. It's in a mutual fund typically um, for you. I know mine is in a mutual fund. It's a mutual fund that I could choose from several different ones, but that's something I've been doing for a while. That's something that we continue to do, and that's something, um, excuse me, been doing it for a while. It's something that we do now, and it's absolutely something that we will continue to do. Outside of that, I have two accounts, two brokerages, um, first being Acorns. It's the first brokerage, quote-unquote, and I don't classify it as kind of your typical brokerage, um, but it's the first avenue of investing that I ever started. And I talk to you guys about that all the time. So I opened up an Acorns account, not knowing much about what it was. I knew it was investing market, money into the market, the stock market. But I started off just by investing $5 every Friday. I mean, it was something that I didn't even really notice was gone. Um, and I still continue to do that on a, on a larger scale now. Um, so that's been great. I've been really, really pleased with the returns there. I'm very pleased with how stable the platform is. I've never had any issues whatsoever investing with them. Um, and I guess to back up a little bit, just to do my due diligence here. So I talked about Yada Savings for our high yield savings account. Um, if you want to sign up with Yada, there is a referral link below. If you use that and then also use code millennial when you sign up with Yada Savings, you'll get an additional 100 tickets into that week's drawing, which is super awesome. Um, again, you have a chance to win you know, a decent amount of cash. Um, if you sign up with that referral link and use code Millennial for Acorns, if you use the referral link, you'll get five dollars added to your account whenever you open it. Um, so it's free, absolutely free money. And if you're looking for an easy, automated way to invest, I would highly encourage you using Acorns. 
I always forget exactly when I started using it, but I want to say it's been four, almost five years. Um, and Acorns also has a feature. They have many things. They have retirement plans. They have um, investment accounts for children. But the feature that really got them on the map was the Roundup feature to where you can attach a card to it. And every transaction that you, run, that, you, that you make on that card, it will round it up to the nearest dollar and invest that spare change into your Acorns account, into that investment account that you choose. So we continue to do that. I don't use the Roundup feature. Um, actually, when I started using Acorns, the bank that I banked with, the credit union, wasn't on the list of people that I could sync up um, with that platform. It probably is now, um, but I just kind of use the automating, recurring investing, and that's kind of how we roll there. Aside from the Acorns platform, I also use M1 Finance. So I started off using Webull, which is kind of your prototypical brokerage. I mean, you can buy individual stocks, um, bonds, whatever. I mean, you can day trade on Webull if you'd really like. You can, you know, buy, sell as frequently as you want to, what have you. I like it. It's a great platform. It's actually very easy to use. There's a few things that they didn't do that I wanted. Um, the first being fractional purchasing fractional shares. So you could not at the time, and I don't know if you can now, I don't believe you can, but you could not buy fractional shares, meaning if Apple is at $100, you have to buy a whole share. You have to have $100 to be able to purchase that share, and then you, you, know, you can buy your Apple stock. Um, there is another platform, M1 Finance, that I use now that does give you the option to purchase fractional shares. And that's really important to me because I want to get as much money as quickly as possible into the market, into my investment accounts, um, so that I can start seeing that return. So, and I also don't believe Webull uses, um, I also don't believe that they have um, drip, so dividend reinvestment plan. So I don't believe that it automatically reinvests your dividends you earn from the stocks that you have. So I, I, I moved away from Webull a couple months ago, was doing some research on what platform I wanted to go into that I could do some more personalized investing, right? Because Acorns, you have a bunch of portfolios. I think it's like six all the way from um, conservative to aggressive that you can choose from. They're pre-built. That's great. It's worked great for me. But I wanted to be able to do a little bit more personalized investing. So like I said, started off with Webull, a few things I didn't like about it that weren't a good fit for me. Doesn't mean they're a bad platform. But I moved over to M1 Finance. So M1 Finance is a platform that uses pies. So essentially you build a portfolio, you throw in what you want in there, whether it be stocks, ETFs, index funds, bonds, and then you allocate what percentage each thing or each piece of the pie will take up, right? So if you want Apple to be 20% and you want VU, that ETF that replicates or follows the S&P 500, you want that to be 50%, whatever. You allocate what all those pieces need to take up. It needs to equal 100, obviously. And then every time you throw money into that account, it allocates everything perfectly. They offer fractional shares, um, so you can purchase fractional shares, <laughs> part of a stock instead of the whole thing. And it also offers dividend reinvestment. So whenever I do earn dividends every quarter or biannually or annually, it automatically reinvests that into my pies. Um, and it'll also rebalance my pies. So say, for instance, I have Apple and I want it to be 10% of my total portfolio, but that quarter Apple did way better than any of my other investments and it's starting to take up 20% of my portfolio. M1 Finance will reallocate that money to where it'll go back to the percentages that I originally set it at, which is very, very cool. So M1 Finance is something really well, and it's automate and make investing simple. And that's what I'm after. That's what I want. That's what I like at this stage of my financial journey. 
So I'm sticking with M1 Finance. I've been using them for several, several months now and have no, no complaints whatsoever. Um, I think that about covers it. Again, I don't want to get too much into the dollars and cents and how much I have in each account because I just, again, for privacy's sake, but you know, our financial journey has been pretty typical. I cut my teeth in personal finance on Dave Ramsey. I've expanded out to a lot of other people, a lot of other books that I've read, people that I follow, ideologies. Um, so I definitely changed. And I think that's important as you gain knowledge, you figure out what you want for your life and how you want your finan- financial journey to look. And you can model it after the things that you learn and the people that you follow. Um, but I definitely started off by getting rid of high interest debt, establishing an emergency fund, um, and then starting to invest, um, which we've we've been doing for, I mean, well over a year. If you count Acorns, you know, we've, we've been investing for four to five years. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of give a state of the union, if you will, um, to let you know what I'm doing personally, to let you know what I'm interested in. Like I said, the next step is maybe cryptocurrency, a little bit. <laughs> I'm doing a little bit of research. Um, and again, many of you might think that I'm late to the bandwagon, but I'm a pretty conservative investor, but I do think it's important to take calculated risk, possibly with a small portion of my income, my margin that I always talk about, my monthly margin, allocating that toward cryptocurrency. And when I do take that step, I think it will be with Bitcoin. Um, That's definitely in the future. Establishing other businesses is definitely in the future. Um, Also, something that I'm looking into in the future is how how can I structure the things around me? to serve what I actually want, right? Because it's very easy when your income goes up or you're having extra money or what have you to go buy a bigger house or a nicer car. Um, Those things aren't bad. You know, if that's really what's important to you and your family, that's what money's for. One thing that I really appreciate that Dave Dave Ramsey always talks about is there's three things you can do with your money. You can spend it, you can save it and invest it, and you can give it. So there's only only three. Um, So make sure you're doing all of those. There's absolutely a place for enjoying the money that you're earning I mean, I think that a lot of folks in the personal finance community don't do a great job of that. They either feel guilty when they're purchasing something or they never purchase anything because they will be looked down upon or they think it's a stupid decision because we're always looking toward how much money can I have, excuse me, how much money can I have for retirement? Well, yes, you need money for retirement, but also don't sacrifice your entire life for something that's 40, 30 years down the road, right? So that's kind of what I'm thinking and, 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 mulling over and learning more about. Um, and then I think the last thing, and I think I mentioned this, is establishing other businesses, getting into different types of investing like real estate. Um, it's definitely on the map for me, um, something that we will explore soon. Um, so yeah, um, that's all that I have. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you haven't yet, um, Millennial Economics, the website, which is www.millennialecon.com. Say it again, www.millennialecon.com. Totally revamped, um, absolutely new content there. There will be more content coming as I sit down and (laughs) write it out and edit it and figure out what I want to write on next. But check it out. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, go to the website. At the very top bar, you can type in your name and your email address, um, and you'll be subscribed. I only send out emails maybe once every two weeks, probably not even. I probably should do it more, to be honest with you, but... I don't like flooding your inbox. Um, So if you want to stay up to date with everything that we're doing here at Millennial Economics, that's the best place. Um, That's the best way to get all of that news. Um, And there's a bunch of referral links in the show notes. So if you're interested in Yada Savings, we talked about that. If you're interested in Acorns, we talked about that. 
I believe I also have a referral link for Weeble. So if you're really wanting to maybe dabble in day trading or you want to do some more sophisticated trading, Weeble's a great platform. I have used it, um, and it's something that I may go back to in the future. So again, thank you all for your time, and we will talk soon.